We don't, and you don't need the nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all I heard, all I heard was did you check, and I feel like it's a roast. So, so it's, like, it's gonna be the first interview. He's gonna have to scrub. Let's <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm ready. I had to make sure my girl was good. Put her down. <laughs> all right, so uh, I'm gonna I'm get into the introductions, and then uh, we're gonna go from there. All right, fellas. Yeah, yes, yeah. All right, all right. So uh uh I am Big T. And this is the I Can't Make This Up podcast. Um and today we have uh a couple of the gentlemen who you see on Instagram all the time basically talking shit about each other, like they don't fuck with each other, but it's all love and fun and games in my opinion. Um, the uh, participants of the roast room, we got uh, Lethereal Phillips, we got Doobie Don in the house, and we got Cam Rivers. Uh, yes, yeah, man. So, uh, why don't you guys uh, introduce yourselves to the, my audience? I'm going to start out with you, Cam. Yeah, um, you call me Cam. Some people call me Chapo. Man, uh, just a young comedian in the game. Work, work this shit out. Um, really... We started the roast room based off of this me and my homeboy Coop. We like just roast each other, roast all the time. So then I get into that later, but we used to roast each other. That formulated to this. So I'm just a, I found I found a crew of like we get like a and a comedy. Uh, so <laughs> Do it. We're going to Okay, my bad. Okay. Serial Ethereal. You know, uh, I've been doing this for a couple years. Um, I've always been roasting. Um, I was always getting roasted on. Then one day, I said, that shit, man. Go ahead and just say my shit's back. And I didn't think I was that, you know. I didn't think the shit come out the way it came out. So I just, you know, took, just kept on going. I met these niggas, uh, I'm a COVID nurse, you know, working nursing and shit. And uh, shout out to everybody in nursing, you know, all the doctors, nurses, everybody fighting stuff, you know. And uh, I was just bored at work one night, and I'm like, man, just scripting through, you know what I'm saying? I also got a podcast myself on FergusonUSAHotTalkRadio.com. Okay. Mitty Row Show. So, you know, I'm just scrolling, you know, just, you know, looking for, you know, funny shit to look at, you know what I'm saying? And I seen Cam, and in his show, and I'm like, damn, this little dude kind of funny. So I'm like, I, you know, I told him he was funny, and next thing you know, we start going back and forth, and he asked me if I want to be on the episode last year, and now we're this year. We're here. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, well, I'll be the guy, do be the Don, coming from uh, New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, let me see. I was watching a lot of All Deaf Digital kind of in my head, like, hmm, how do I get off that type of stuff? And then I saw one of the guys from that show on Cam's show. So I'm like, damn, I kind of, I, I like this dude. I follow him, apparently, so I must like him. So I'm like, man, how do I get on that show? No, for real, I'm just being 100% honest. I'm like, so how I get on that show? You know what I'm saying? Baby steps, you know? He was like, man, hit up Chapo. I'm like, all right. So I inboxed him. He was like, yeah, we'll set up an episode for you today. I got on the episode, and man, the rest of this, like the dairy and Cam Man roast night, you know what I'm saying? That shit, it was it was just different from roasting people that you be around, stuff like that. Like it was on some like, all right, these dudes on a whole nother level with it. So if you hang around some dudes that make you mentally step your game up, son, and you talk about cutting them off, it's just something wrong with you, my dude. <laughs> That's true. I would say, man, when when I'll never forget when Doobie first came on, man, it was just, it was like every episode we was just me, Coop, and Doobie. And I'm like, all right, this dude, Doobie, he did me up. He, he, probably, he probably funny as shit. Let me see what he's talking about. Man, the, I forgot the first joke this nigga said, bro. 
This nigga said probably what my uh my lips change colors like a paint job or, or something something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I done created a monster. God damn it! But uh, I look man, I look, uh, I'll never forget that. Uh, then when the Thero came on, and the Thero hit me up. It was the Thero probably was the first person to actually watch episode. Honest, because that was like well, that. Yeah. So first two episodes. So I went shit. Then y'all know how I be. Damn, just hit me up and like shit. Yeah, give niggas opportunity. And and how really, the cost? Oh, go ahead, my bad. Now go ahead. I was really. No, I was gonna say and how the concept came out, like we're doing right now, we're on Zoom and stuff. Um, this camera sent us a Zoom link. Oh, we're rushing on Zoom, so I'm saying everybody from the corner, like we're looking right now, and just imagine everybody, like six or seven people, but they all might be coming for stuff. And I'm just, just looking at who's looking at who, but they all come for me. And the funniest joke I heard about my name, because you know, I'm thinking my name got the word, I got the worst fucking name in the world, so but I like it. It's, it's a lot of it's a lot of meaning to it. But anyway, who said uh, if it, you and a loved one never suffered from ethereal in the last four years, you know, such and such. <laughs> That's when we had Brandon Lewis on, wasn't it? No, that wasn't a Brandon Lewis episode. That was oh, yeah. no. no, 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 no. That was the first. All right, that was the first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll never forget that. So uh, that was yeah, like, but think about it, man. We had within the first five episodes. Excited, like, it, uh, nah. Here, it, 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 so let me ask you this. Uh how long have you been doing comedy, Cam? Only for about probably first time I did stand-up was two years ago, but I feel like I always like I give all my credit, all the credit for my creativity to my brother. Cause like when you like he was four three, four years older than me. Like like we like when we was kids, we didn't like go outside a lot. We were like actually like Play game. We would create TV shows. We'd be like each like five different characters. We had like five. We called them games back then. But now like, basically us improvising shit for like two hours straight. So that's when I probably fell in love with it. And then first time I got on, was like man, I can do this. I, I, I can actually do this. And I knew I, I like the first joke. I, I kind of found the first joke. Then I'm like, fuck it. Let me just go off my instincts. And I, when I started roasting the crowd, and I, I'm like, okay, hold on. <laughs> and I told them, joke, like, okay. And y'all had broken games. I feel that, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Hollywood be looking for. They be trying to find ways to use broke kid games. Um, in real life situations, man, and that's what a bank is. So, shouts out to y'all, man, keeping it popping like that. I grew up, you know, just like you were saying, all of them niggas older than me. And you know, bro, you finna get them jokes. So, I understand, bro. And you be out there, and you, you know, like Lethary was saying, you either get roasted or you start shooting them shits back. Yeah, and bro. You gotta know what room you in, too, bro, because I start getting yeah, good. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, popping off. And then I heard an uncle pop one off of me. I said, whoa, nigga, 35. What Like, <laughs> hey. So, you know, Thanksgiving got different. You know, you started shooting at older niggas, you know, until, you know, you could work that room. Once you can work that crowd, man, you just go up and up from there, bro. So, I respect. Wow. It's kind of hard for me. It's kind of hard. I was good. But I started off, I was like, I, okay, I started off, I was doing like, Probably not even like universal shit, but just like topics that's not really like no that that you know anybody can laugh at. And then like I started rushing Paul Mooney heavy, so I went through like a heavy ass just all just race black shit, but which I love. That's my some of my best shit. But of course I'm in Greensboro and it's like a comedy club with like under like I'm probably like the only two two or three or two or third like second or third black dude there. Is everybody just goddamn they just don't fuck with it? But I mean I don't know if I should change my shit. I mean I gotta adapt but also i want to be goddamn my point of view i mean you know what i'm saying but 
Bro, I did comedy in uh, Greenville, dog. And you know, ain't nothing. We ain't out there like that, right? So I had my jokes popping off, pop, 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 you know, race shit. And I'm like, ain't nothing but white girls wearing Uggs out there. I was like, fuck, man, this is, y'all, target right now to, to the situation. So I'm out here, you know, I did a hype, but I was like, fuck, bro, like, the crowd I'm looking for. So sometimes you got the, you know, either tailor material to the crowd that you're rocking with right there, or sometimes the club that you at isn't responsive to your shit, which doesn't mean that it's just the locality sometimes. So, you know, keep doing what you're doing, bro. Appreciate that. That's real as fuck, though. That's real shit. I would say that uh, roasting came from uh, being bullied as kids for most people. I know that uh, I had nothing but bullies in my life. And I mean, <laughs> from from my mother to my friends, like, I used to get all the time. Like, he said his mom. You laughing, but I'm dead serious. Like, dickhead, motherfucker, get out the house. Like, I actually had my neighbor ask me one time when I was like 10 years old. He stuck his head out the window. He was like, what's up, T? I'm like, what's up? He was like, when you going to launch? I'm like, what? I was like, oh, you trying to say I got a rocket head? That's fucked up. That, that's powerful <laughs> for a 10-year-old to hear and to actually understand that shit. Like, that's, that's fucked up. Yeah. I would have caught that. He said, when you going to launch? That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Uh, <laughs> when I was growing up, bro, I was a pretty smart kid in class, so I had shit else to do except for roast niggas in the back of the class. Right. My teachers were trying to tell me shit, and I'm roasting the teacher, you know? So they writing in my planner, basically like, uh, you know, he said this, that, and the third, you know, made fun of my outfit, uh, said my arms look like wet chicken meat, all this other <laughs> shit, come on and get my planner, cause she got to sign off on the shit, right? Yeah. Like, she can't like express to me like, you know, this shit isn't okay for you to say, cause she laughing, you know what I mean? It's, it's shit too funny, but I mean, roasting, yeah. bro. I feel like it's a lifestyle. If you got that shit in you, I think a lot of different uh, parts of trying to like push that down in you. But if you're really funny like that, man, you gotta let that shit out. Hey T, I ain't gonna front, man. My mother used to roast the shit out of me too. That's why I was laughing. I thought I was just the only one, but you <laughs> you came down hey, to shit too. When I tell you uh I I I was in the gauntlet early, like even even my teacher one time. I think I was in like the seventh grade, right? And I told my teacher, um, I need to go to the nurse. He was like, why? He was like, I was like, I'm feeling lightheaded. He was like, impossible. And I was like, what the fuck? And everybody in the class bust out laughing. And I was like, and I used to get mad to the point that I was ready to fight. But then I learned that, fuck it, I just got to give it 10 times better than anybody else can. So now me, I give people three warnings. If you go there with me, I'm gonna talk about you so you wanna fight me. Like that's that's just how I wrote. <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm gonna go from from the from the tip of your nose to the bottom of your feet. Like I'm gonna like damn, what the fuck happened to you? Like why does your face look like that? My Here, joke, like, my joke came in kind of different parts and stuff. Uh if it wasn't a name joke, like I had this one guy every time, like in seventh grade, the Michael Jackson song Liberian Girl, I used to just hear him. Liberian girl. Like, oh fuck, man! He'll make a whole song just be coming down the hall and shit. And this went on for years. But in the meantime, and huh? Wait, no, finish your story, dog. Uh, but in the in the middle of that in the middle of that Liberian girl story, it was a whole joke. Now I'm gonna get these niggas some ammo and shit. I hate to do it, but I was uh, I was fat and. Dark skin, I'm, I'm in dark skin already, but I was like real squatty and chunky. I had an afro and I had these weird ass buffy, the fat boy glasses on and shit. So I look like, hell, they used to call me rerun. They used to walk up to me, <laughs> you know, or they're just, you know, do the little dance and shit, you know, pop lock it. And I'm like, man. <laughs> so yeah, I felt that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. See, all elbow, all elbow. No, 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 it's not because it's not that bad. One thing you, pop, well, you said you was fat, but listen, you might have feel me on this. But 
One thing you ain't have to worry about being in class was the fattest nigga in class checking out, and you become the fattest nigga in class. <laughs> yeah, and you get roasted by one of the big niggas in class, and they say, "Hell, even the big nigga is getting your ass," and everybody's <laughs> laughing now. Oh man, that's something that puts that puts a psyche to you. It, it turns <laughs> you wait, it takes you to a whole nother realm. That, uh, that's how certain kids end up on clock towers, looking at you through a scope. <laughs> <and shit. laughs> Real talk. That's insane. That's insane. Fucking do it. Pow, pow. In school, in school, I was always quiet. I'm like, oh man, I was always quiet unless I really was shit. I was really quiet, but I had shit in my head. I, I didn't, I didn't have confidence back then. I had really no self esteem. I had no confidence to goddamn talk to people. But I realized, man, if I was like, if I could have did high school again, or like even middle school, or even elementary, I probably um shit. I'm fucking funny. I could have been goddamn. You know what I'm saying? I could have roasted motherfuckers back. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I could have game most of it, but it's all good. So if comedy doesn't work out, you ever think about being an auctioneer? Yeah, <laughs> 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 storage wars and shit. Trying to stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you. He's gonna yeah. work for Storage Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, wait, wait, what took me out about the Thero story? The Thero said he was in uh in the hallways in school when a uh, Liberian girl came out. Nigga, that was the nineties, the Thero. You got you eighteen nineties. No, I know. That, <laughs> <laughs> that was the eighties. Ah oh, man, yeah, the that was late eighties. Oh. Yeah. Was <laughs> oh, that was 80. Okay. So uh let me ask you this. How long has the uh roast room been going on? July 12th was the first episode. So what's that? July, June, June, about six, seven months now. And we trying to keep keep it going, keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. We like awesome, like it's like I don't even care about getting on right now. I don't even care, like as long as like we stick together. Like years from here, like you know, anything can happen. So, as long as you gotta find a team, man, and if you can't even go look for a team, like I didn't go looking for these niggas, like the God just made it happen to where I met these niggas and we goddamn Dale. Like, like I never used to roast niggas. That's the thing, what's crazy about roast room. I never used to, other, other than Coop, I never used to roast with niggas. I was just always thinking some funny shit, but I never roast with niggas. And then when, um, it's the funny thing about the roast room is. We all got our shits that uh, we roast about. We roast each other about. And I never knew I had big teeth until these days. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, shit. <laughs> hey, the funniest thing I heard when this nigga Coop just came out of nowhere and just said, Cam, teeth are like Michael Jackson socks. And everybody got quiet for a second <laughs> and tried to start screaming. <laughs> <laughs> no, Doobie's the most savage. Doobie's the most savage. Of all time. Oh man, I, I don't be trying to be. Nigga, I said, I said. No, remember when I was, I was like, uh, "What's Doobie's favorite dance? Chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup with a soda on the side." And that nigga Doobie was like, "Well, if you ate some chicken noodle soup, you might not look like you dying." And then everybody <laughs> got quiet and then busted out laughing. I was like, "What? I'm like, fuck." <laughs> I remember that thing. <laughs> The meat demon took over. Uh, <laughs> he said meat demon. <laughs> the fuck that? Well, is there ever a time where like y'all in the middle of roasting, right? Y'all going back and forth at it. You like, damn, I gotta press brakes on that shit. Like that shit either like too, too savage for the moment, and you like, fuck, man. I I know that's a good one, but I gotta I gotta put that one in the pocket for now. So it's held, holding decorum. Yeah, I, I try to whatever like that because it's like it sounds funny, but it's like it might be funny, but I don't want nobody to be like, damn, nigga, you really meant that shit. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I just, you know, it was just a joke. But it was at the moment, but still, you know, it's like, no, nah, nigga, you meant that. And I'm like, no, I didn't. No, I, I meant it, but I didn't mean. It. But you know, <laughs> that's true. Do you do that, Doobie? Nah, I walk in and I'd be like. I feel it before I say it, because I'm going to think about it before I say it, even though it still be like in that very moment of me like thinking of the shit like, yeah, this nigga got titties or some stupid shit. 
I'm gonna think about it before it come out, even mm-hmm. if it's wrong. And that's a sign, yeah. This nigga said he think about it before he said it and still said that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking that's a sign right there. Dude. I do that. I probably do that. I probably I, I I don't know. To be honest, when I get it, if I get an idea of a joke just right there, I might just say it right there. But if I um if like say if I think of a joke or and then like the third tells a joke, Doobie tells a joke, I got time to think of the joke, like uh that's it's too bad. No, fuck that. I don't, I don't, I don't really hold back. To be honest, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't really hold back. To be honest, that's just say what the fuck under my head. I feel like I can tell when niggas holding back, and I get mad. Like, man, y'all playing? Yeah, <laughs> we sparring. Like, come on, man, we boxing. This a match. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. Come with your shit. Man. Tell me something. Tell me something. I don't think I heard before. I heard fact. All that shit. That's man. Come with some some heat, bitch. And the thing about any. The thing about roasting, anybody could like say, da da da, you you look ugly, whatever. It's the cleverness, like the cle- man. I'll tell you, these niggas don't say much. Some of the most clever jokes, like man, I used to love, and I love all death, and I love roast me. But man, yeah. I never like, and I'm honestly telling these niggas this: who Doobie, the Thorough, Reddy, Lionel, Silver, man, these are some of the best roasters in the world. Like these, some of the shit these niggas say is like. I'll be, I'll be laughing, crying after I heard it like three or four times. Like, I'm editing the videos and I'm still crying laughing. It was crazy. Uh, I mean, I, I like roasting. I mean, uh, ro- battle roasting is like battle rapping without the lyrics. This is, uh, you see battle rap right now. I mean, the stuff they're saying is kind of like roasting. It's just, we're rhyming. So, yeah. Like, now we you know we like the new battle rappers and stuff. We battle roasting. So we're gonna be on a battleground anyway, front to front. If we was, we're gonna hold the mic anyway, going against somebody. It was kind of this type of shit. Okay, so let me ask you this: uh, Who do you respect out of the uh, the roasters that was on Roast Me? You know, I me personally, I like the creativity of Craig Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hey, man. CP, CP, Craig. I, I like I, them I, all, I, man. I, I, That's I, not one I did. <clears throat> Brent, yeah. that's not one I don't I like. A, I had to pick a top five. I say, uh, Brent Craig. Uh, let me see. Is that a, is Brent Craig Boo? Cause Boo fucking funny. I don't care if, if the show make it look like he bombing it. That should be funny as hell. Huh? Mm-hmm. We got we got B Lou be snapping too. <laughs> the couple right, ones he said that ever like. Man. Yeah, he's more of a sniper opposed to a, a gunner. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You sit, sit back and he'll give you a nice counter. Or he might just sneak in, hit you, then step out. You know what I'm he saying? He's like the serial killer that's been in the room the whole time and you ain't know he's going to stab your ass. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I like personal. I like uh, who, who's your in the third? I got huh? my. Huh? <laughs> he, he said, "Who you like, Lethero?" Oh man, uh, Pat, Craig, uh, yeah. Chris, uh, 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 Doughboy, uh, David, Brent. I mean, it's not one person I don't like because everybody brings like us. Everybody brings a different type of chemistry to the table. So every, that's why we kept going to the episodes every week. That's actually. Like he said, got me into uh roasting it like damn, I'm gonna start I'm gonna start my own show. Then uh-huh. you know, I'm like, well shit. I look up with Cam and everything. You know, we all on the same page. I see Juvie, then I see Silver, then I see uh Coop, uh, you know, start going start- down the line. And it's like the same energy. It's like I want to get with a team that had the same energy as all Jeff because no motherfuckers having fun. I mean, they having so much motherfucking fun, and it's like a family type shit. So I respect no I respect Doughboy the most. And this is why Doughboy, he get all the jokes, but Doughboy is like he takes jokes the best. Like anybody can just roast, right? But you gotta also be able to take jokes too. Because if everybody is roasting each other, nobody laughing, then it's just like an argument basically. then Doughboy is and he never gets he never gets any sentence about a joke. Like, I yeah. never seen any sentence. I feel like Boo do this offense, but not defense. Mm-hmm. You said Boo? <laughs> Oh yeah, because everybody go out boo, they're like, oh man, you just a- whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I forgot to mention Boo. Shout out to Boo Capone. Yeah, that, that. Boo, yeah. For the older people like me, he older, he way older than me, but I'm older than them. So it's like it's I'm like new boo. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I'm like boo too. Like <laughs> boo too. I <laughs> did. Oh, that is what's kind of dope though, because we kind of span through general like what we got silver, silver at least what I mean, silver like 40 something. We got a thorough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, my, he only 26. Fine, now is older. Um, not a not older, but you know, I mean, compared to me, they're older, but then you also got, you got ready that's older, not older, but you know, so they got kids and all that. And then you got me, doobie, cool, the young ones, we like all like 20 in our 20s, but we can still relate to people. And that's what's dope, though. That's why we have it's like we we all have like we have old souls, me, doobie, and cool. To where like if if we was back in um back in school all together at one time, rip man, what we would have been goddamn acting a fool. This dude yeah. called me an Al Green Goblin the other day, so it's like what young person you know that know Al Green and put him with the Green Goblin and combine that shit, you know? So. <laughs> yeah. So, Lethera, you were saying that you uh you got your own podcast. Uh, give me a little bit of info on that. I <clears throat> Petty Rose Show. It started uh actually be five years uh this month uh, on the seventeenth. I started two thousand sixteen on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, I got I, and it was funny. It's like that. I thought it was the actually beginning the end of my career. Uh, I was just sitting back like my homeboy got a, a podcast called In the Zone. Check it out on uh, St. Louis In the Zone dot com, In the Zone Radio dot com. Palmos up Arlington. Uh, they was um, I was roasting shit. You know, I was roasting, cracking jokes on Facebook. You know, trying to get my little shits off. And uh, I knew they had a radio show, uh, internet show. And I was like, shit, let me get on and uh, crack some jokes or whatever. They was like, yeah, yeah, cool and everything. And Palmer was like, uh, wait, man, I got something a little better for you. He's like, hey, once you get on this show with this one guy, and you know, you can crack your jokes, and you can also talk about wrestling. You know, I'm a wrestling fanatic and shit. I mean, sports fanatic, but you know, I just tend to like, you know, wrestling and shit. I don't know, because I'm with my kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I got on the show, you know, we started, we basically working on the show and everything. At the same time, we got on uh, this other radio show, ahuru.com, and we was talking, you know, trying to get to know each other. You know, kind of basically trying to link up to see how we work together. And he kept over-talking, you know, kind of tall busting and, you know, real boisterous on the mic. So, I'm just sit back and be quiet and let him talk here. So what do you say, Lethuria? What do you think? I'm like, man, we're doing radio. We're not in a wrestling interview for real, man. Calm down, you know. Bulk Hogan? You know, he's just saying some wild shit. Got a nigga Bulk Hogan? You know, yeah. So I'm like, calm the fuck down, you know. So he kept doing that for like two weeks. So the third week, he just kept over-talking me on the radio. And I just snapped on live air. I just started going off on him. I was like, you, you know... Baby Sinclair, you know, baby down, you know, I just started saying wild dinosaur jokes about him, you know, and people just <laughs> like weird. they just froze up and I threw my headphones on. I'm like, I'm all out of here. And I got in my car and I left and I went to the store, you know, to buy a blunt. So they calling me back, was like, hey, come back to the station, come back to the station. I'm like, nah, I ain't coming back. So I'm already at the store figuring out, like, man, I didn't fuck up my shit. So I'm gonna go give me a drink or whatever, like then just think about what I my memories and shit. So a couple of days later. The station manager from that show called and was like, hey, uh, when you did that rate, tirade or whatever, um, you gave that particular show a lot of ratings. I mean, that shit just spiked up. They actually wanted you to come back on this show again. I was like, cool. He said, but I got a better idea. I want you to have your own show. And I was like, what? And that's how the Petty Rose was born, you know. So I was like, you know, Petty Rose shows about just just wild shit, just wild topics, sports, news, you know, just sitting back chill like we're doing now, you know, have music and all that, you know, just, you know, something for the people to chill to on Fridays and stuff, you know, it was always on Fridays, so. Somebody got to find the audio of Lethero. Please find the audio of Lethero of you going off on the radio, nigga, that shit would have me. We're going to leak that shit like TMZ. <laughs> 
Yeah, so yeah, this is how the Petty Roast Show came in. Uh, Petty Roast Show, Ferguson, USA, HotTalkRadio.com. That's the link. Uh, yeah, so this year it'll be five. It'll be five years on the seventeenth. So this month. So. Oh, crazy, bro. Trying to be stay consistent. Trying to stay consistent, just in case I can go further. You know, just staying consistent. Okay, I'm gonna check that out. I uh, I love to get on there, and see see what it's hitting on. That's what's up. That's what's up. What's up? Thank you, thank you. So, uh, Doobie, what do you do on a day-to-day basis? Man, I'm a young working man. I'm working. I come home and do dumb shit on social media. <laughs> <laughs> they like, love it. They act like I'm famous, so I know secrets that they'll never know or some shit. I'm like, look, my dude, you could act like a complete imbecile too, but just they take it to the point to where they think I'm really like that in real life. Yeah. Like these niggas, they, what I got over there, like, man, look at this nigga acting all formal. Like, look, look, see, it didn't, it didn't scatter, it didn't went over the <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Niggas be like, this nigga crazy. I'm like, I just look like that, bro. Chill, chill. Yeah, you always Doobie's I'm very really sophisticated and well rounded mentally. Doobie's really quiet though. Because <laughs> you wouldn't think, because we do be not quiet to us. But even like if we're saying we have like a group talking, you don't really hear Doobie. Now, you know what I'm saying? Doobie more of a listener and shit. But then when it's time to roast, nigga, what? <laughs> Man, the niggas that sit back and they're like, okay, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to observe and shit. I'm more like a quarterback. You know what I mean? I'm going to watch the field and shit. And then when I see an opening, bam. That's mm-hmm. what I rock with that. Execute. Yeah. yeah. Or at least try to execute. You know? Right, right. I want, I want, I want my bad. I want a lot of comics and people that watch the show to know whoever the funniest nigga is to you, everything ain't gonna hit. It just ain't. Even if you were the funniest nigga where you at, it's not gonna all work. It all ain't gonna work. Mm. It's just not. But, but that don't mean quit and stop. Like, fuck it. It didn't work that time. It ain't gonna work this time. That's not true either. You gotta be humble enough to kind of like, hey, scratch it off the list. Oh, that didn't work. Yeah, Move especially when doing stand up, man. Doing stand up, man, it's like a roll of a dice. Each joke, then like that, that one second between the um ending of a punchline and before the audience laugh, boy, it's like I don't know. I hope these niggas laugh. Hope these niggas laugh. And when they do, it's like the best feeling in the world. But when they don't, it's like ah shit. But you got to keep going though. But bombing yeah. it sucks. I just know a lot Lock of people that I see with my own eyes. They get discouraged very easily, and I'd be lying if I said I wasn't one of them. You know what I'm saying? So that shit, it's not cool. At the end of the day, with that discouragement, it's just a mental thing. And if you strengthen your mental, my dude, you're gonna be all right. You're gonna make it. <laughs> Everybody gonna always have something to say about you or what you're doing or what you're not doing. But in the words of Tupac, you know be, be the best you. I'll be be a hundred percent you. Tupac, I'm with your core. Your attitude is fucking. The motherfuckers love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, how old was you when you went to that concert, Ethereum? I never went to a Tupac concert. I think he died before I ever had a chance to, uh, you know, get on the list or anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he went <laughs> no. to a two piece concert. That's the question. When last time y'all niggas seen OJs live and in person when they was here together? Uh, the the Commodores. Niggas saw the Commodores. I was on YouTube. (laughs) Hey, I saw. Hey, I'm not gonna front. Years ago, I saw Moore's Day in the time in St. Louis just performing at the mall. I was just sitting down eating some chicken with my my uh, wife and her family and shit, you know. And I heard a live band playing, and I heard the bird. And I'm like, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up! No, the fuck that ain't. I and I just got up and I just ran down there, and I saw Moore's Day, and I saw Jerome, and I saw all the motherfuckers. I'm outside just doing a bird, and I had wings in my hand and shit. Oh we, oh we, oh. Oh, I got that. <laughs> what were they doing at the ball? I hope they okay. Did they fall? Did they like contract get messed up? I don't know. I don't know, man. I, they was just there, man. I was seeing some wings. I wouldn't know. I didn't go. I didn't go to like a. 
oh, Morris Day gonna be there. I'm gonna go give me some wings and give me go see a Morris Day concert. It wasn't like that. It was just, I was shocked. Uh, but it's like that's like Michael Jackson singing at a, uh, at Swap Meet or some shit. Like, like yeah, what, you what, what are you doing? There you go. <laughs> Sing a Liberian girl. I don't know. He might be talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, Lethario, got stories for, for centuries. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a joke. That was true. He do got hella stories, man. The Al Green, Al Green, his cousin. This nigga got a jacket ass story. I'm telling you, but nigga, he got stories. Year. Been gone days. Yeah. We, that's another story. <laughs> that's another story. Right. So as Al Green as your as your cousin? Second cousin. Second cousin. He married, he married to my uh he married to my cousin's my cousin's sister, but yeah, my cousin's sister, so okay. Yeah. You like flex on niggas ever? Like, you know, shut the fuck up, man. Al Green, my second cousin. Like, is that ever like a thing? Oh, boy, they can whoop my ass with love and happiness. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Something make you do wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. No. Nah. Uh, I mean, it ain't no, it's not no sudden thing. It's like, oh, uh, it ain't like you can get some pussy. Excuse my French. You know, it ain't like you can get, you know, that with using Al Green or whatever. It's like, hey, you know what? I'm cause I'm Al Green cuz oh for real shit boy let me give you my you know it ain't like that. You never tried it. Yeah, the right demographic. If you got the right. Hey, but you know what? But you know what though? If it does work, I'm gonna holler at my cousin T and shit. See if if that shit go off on him like that because he that's his brother-in-law. So I mean, only story I got, only story I got that I I got an ass whooping at my grandfather's funeral because of him. I mean, that's another story. So I mean. That's, I'm sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like you could just open up with some shit like that and then just walk the fuck away from it. So <laughs> you, you got time. Well, you well, got well. time. Hey, on my grandfather. Okay, long, long story short, I was at my grandfather's funeral and um, he pulled up and you know everybody's like Al Green, Al Green, you know, can't you know, you know. So we was at the repass and shit. Now we in Mississippi. You know, repassing Mississippi, I'm like, oh, it's like a house full of food. I mean, food everywhere. You go in one room is food, another room is food. Uh, the, the bedroom got, you know, a little table with pot. It's, it's food everywhere. But we was at a church, kind of like a church hall or something. And I was going for a big piece of chicken. And so happened he was going for the same piece of chicken. And, you know, I guess he, you know, he smiled at me and I looked at him and I kind of pulled back real quick. So <laughs> I get to be and my Aunt Linda was like, uh, you know, called my mom. She's like, oh, dang, LaValda took the big piece of chicken for Al Green. So everybody, <laughs> oh, you know, bottle star, <laughs> oh, wait, wait, you know, wait, like bottle star, click on the star, dropping. Y'all so, call this whole name at the family. So at the family. Y'all got to call this nigga the Al Green. Y'all can't just say Al. What the fuck is he Al Green at the family function? Because it throw more emphasis on the ass whooping. You know what I'm saying? It throws more emphasis. Like, oh, he took a big, not just, you can't just take it from Al Bundy. Who gives a fuck about Al Bundy? You know what I'm saying? Al Green, that's another motherfucking story. So, oh, yeah. you know, my mother, my mother kind of like, she was heavy. So she had that nail quarter face and shape, but she was a little smaller. But as I'm looking at her walk, I'm looking, at, I'm thinking like Tom and Jerry. I'm thinking about them black woman with them two legs just coming to shit. And the crowd start moving and, you know, she grabbed my ass and pulled me outside by the cemetery and started whooping my ass. So I'm sitting up there getting my ass whooped, looking at cemetery plots like, damn, this nigga died in 1832. <laughs> he lived a short well, life. I'm like, damn, he must have died at this age. You know, I'm like, what you your ass whooped? This nigga's so stupid, dog. The fact- the fact that you took the big piece of chicken from Al Green is hilarious. I mean, fact- so it's like <laughs> kind of like what Kevin Hart said. With us, I can't make this shit up, man. I, <laughs> we gotta animate that. God, we gotta make that to a part it's two. Too, it's too. It's too. It's too fluent for me to say. It's like I can't make that shit up. You know. So yeah, I got some stories, man. That's one of them. <laughs> I gotta say that's a real nigga move, though. Uh, if nothing else, man, the, the look Al Green in the eye and say, "Fuck you, this my chicken." <laughs> That ain't like the most real nigga of like Negro spiritual ass. It's like he had a, you know, okay, imagine the smile on his face. He's like, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off of this chicken, nigga. You don't get the fuck out of here. 
you know, I'm, and I'm kind of, I'm young and I'm hungry. I'm like, oh man, I'm, you getting, I'm getting this chicken. But matter of fact, I was, this is why I was mad. I, I wasn't mad at him, but when I met him, like, this is my first time meeting him. So my first time meeting him, I'm like, hey, you know what? I rap. Can you give me a contract? And I just start rapping in front of him, like, you know, them chicks off of uh, Coming to America, just like on some pizza shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, like, this little young, he's like, this little young rapping in front of me at his grandfather's funeral in a cemetery. Who the fuck is this? Who child is this? You know? Who <laughs> <laughs> baby is this? Who baby is this? Yo, did you have the process then, or was he natural? That, that really does impact the story. This nigga had a process shit. This nigga ooh whopping ass. Hey man, you can't tell the difference these days, man. All I know is it was his hair. <laughs> That's all I can say. I don't know what was in it. All I know was his. I mean, he combed it. I saw him do that. So. Well, this was the 70s, right? Huh? I said this was the 70s, right? What was that? I don't know, man. This was late 90s. Well, uh, 90s, 90s, 90s. Okay. Oh, that's what. This all this after the hot grits. The hot grits. Nigga, you supposed to be in the incubator. I don't know your ass cold coming out that egg like this. That's <laughs> 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 why you got a hoodie or shit. You need to just get back in the hot box. <laughs> <laughs> you look like. <laughs> You feel like Charlie Wilson's Angels. <laughs> what? Charlie Wilson's Angels. There it goes. This is why he's the producer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is why he's I'm the not, curator. I'm not the talent. <laughs> he I mean, has so much ideas. It's like he just missed the joke. He looked like Barbados Slim, if anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga looked like he about to play Dion Warwick in the EBT movie. <laughs> that's guy. Nigga, you still wearing that gang shirt that say don't get it twisted, ain't you? I see it. <laughs> you know what it with the You wear that shirt when you go to Aunt Annie's. <laughs> is that a little Debbie shirt? Right. You might be. Everything gotta be food wrappers to your ass. <laughs> <laughs> is that a oh. Snickers wrapper you wearing? Is that a Mars bar? <laughs> hey. Your scalp looked like an Egyptian pharaoh's kneecap. Shut your ass up. <laughs> nah, that nigga, that nigga, the Thorough Home Videos is sponsored by BET. Black the television. The black television. <laughs> he do look like Kevin Samuels in about 20 years, though. Hey, but he looked like an African woman on a Bantu commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Y'all didn't know Lothario was he African, like huh? Pretty farmer. <laughs> <laughs> got African chickens on his farm. They cluck for real. Oh, shit. God damn. I'm a African chickens. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh, wow. That's another thing. The Thorough got the best reactions of <laughs> to make any joke funny. You can say any, any, anything, and the Thorough laughs at it after, it makes the whole thing funny. I mean, it's funny. It's funny. You know? <laughs> God damn. Nigga, did the conga joke on me, son? You know they got fans calling in just to say that shit? <laughs> I know. What? Well, you seriously? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, somebody, uh, this guy Silver told Doobie that uh, the only dance he knows is the lemon merengue. And he was like, <laughs> he's like, come on, shake your body, baby, do that thunga. <laughs> this nigga, the thorough nigga. Man. He said, <laughs> I fell the fuck out. I started screaming like Godzilla. If the thorough gets out the chair, it's an all time great job. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, yeah. whatever that's hilarious so have y'all ever thought about uh linking up together and doing like a uh, in-person production so Shit, yeah. with. 
soon as this shit over with. Hell yeah, no doubt. Yeah, we would definitely have to do that. I mean, once I like, it'd be dope because we had to find a way to all, we had to find a location, one location that we all could like easily get to because what, the Thorough St. Louis, Doobie, Louisiana, me and Coop and Silver, we in North Carolina. Probably, to be honest, we could, I mean, whenever, whenever I get my money right in COVID, whatever, because Atlanta don't give a damn right now. I say, we goddamn hit Atlanta, maybe put on some shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's my business. I'm thinking I might hit up there about that now. Yeah, I'm looking at Atlanta too, you know, when stuff open back up. So by that time, we should have a cool little buzz and maybe we can, you know, Show what we're doing on Zoom. We can show you live and everything. You know, have a live roast room. You know, do everything. You know, have set up. You know, bring people on stage and everything, and interact with the crowd. But yeah, you know, give you a good ass show. No doubt, that's what we're trying to do. Okay, it's definitely ways around that. You know, um, y'all follow all deaf. Y'all see what Kev on stage doing. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. It's definitely ways to uh, to add a crowd a crowd aspect and also get the streams at the same time. I'm always right. telling people to think outside the box because you know it's 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 innovation season. So mm-hmm. take advantage of every opportunity you see. You know this this show right here was something I thought of two years ago and I didn't put into fruition till last June. You know. Mm-hmm. So, if I had started back then, who knows where I'll be now? I could be in my studio that I'm looking towards getting, but you know, yeah, everything happens when it's supposed to. Yeah, that's where. That's, that's that's basically that's how I look at this. You know, it's like I've been doing it for so long, and it's like I want to like, man, you know what? I'm gonna go back to school. Fuck this, and uh, and I was like, well, shit, you know, and I got started roasting, and I started seeing the time start changing, and it's like. You know, stuff start happening. It's it's not no hard. It's a hard process. It's nothing that's gonna come overnight. But at the same time, it's like I guess you don't get no results without hard work. So as long mm-hmm. as you put the work in, and you know everything work out. That's why I be telling niggas. You you think you write on that, girl? Say true to your craft. You know, say, keep it real. In my case, keep it theory real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter when it happens, it if it happens, for real, for real, I man, for real, for real. But to be honest, what makes me my best part of my day is actually knowing that somebody actually watches. Because there was a time where nobody, we have zero views, like nobody would watch the shit. Like, especially in the beginning, so like knowing that actually just one, like few people actually like we're probably going on more for you now, but knowing that somebody actually watches something that you do and it makes, brings them joy. Cause laughter is a man sharing laughter with somebody is one of the best things you can do for somebody. They could be sad as fuck. They could be going through some tragedy and they see your shit and they laugh. They get that like five, 10 seconds of happiness. Then I mean, what better gift than you can give somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have y'all thought about like, um, similar to like all deaf, like coming together and like making like multiple shows, kind of like how Cam, how y'all talk about like uh, being kids and having like all these different ideas and like you know trying to put together like some different formats of roasting or like this comedy to like really diff- uh, showcase everybody's different abilities and you know put everybody out there in the spotlight. I will let Cam say this because, in other words, are you asking are we coming out like for the animation or a cartoon or something that's gonna cat? There you go, Cam. Hit it up. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, man. We we really we've been trying to um we working um we of course we got the roast room right now and we just started back the hot box podcast and um but really I'm excited about trying to get this trying to get this cartoon made. I got the script. It's just so hard getting like uh finding an animator that's like mm-hmm. a real person because it'd be so many spammy people like on Instagram or whatever. I don't know. It'd be Jesus, but. Really, that's the next big power. That's probably the next big move that we're definitely trying to do is start this cartoon and you have us voice act it, write it, you know what I'm saying, and see what goes from there. Mm-hmm. Hey, Cam, um, I got an animator I can send you. Um, <clears throat> he's down in Ghana and he's like that. So I'll, I'll send that to you. Man, appreciate that, bro, for real, for real. 
Need that. Need that. You might be taking a trip to Zamunda. <laughs> Yo, you see coming to America yet? Too? I need to see that. See Anybody yet. seen Come to America too yet? Yeah, yeah. I watched it last night. Um, it was it was funny, and I don't want to get into details, but I'll let everybody make their own assumptions about the movie. But it was definitely funny, and Damn. other people might not feel the same. But Eddie Murphy, ninety five percent of the eighty five percent of the time, he doesn't miss. I saw his vision, basically where he was going with it. Uh, Forcing for the culture, forcing for us and making something different and refresh. And for it to be a 30-year movie and the script the way it is, it's kind of funny because just imagine every day for 30 years, they probably had the best lives in the world. And so all of a sudden, we just see them at this particular moment and all this shit happens. So that made it kind of cool and interesting for me, you know. And plus, yeah. A little old man spitting on people and shit. But send your heart. I gotta see it. I gotta see it. I see it so. You were saying earlier, um, it feels like it feels like the right time for Coming to America to be out right now. Um, other than like you know looking at Marvel and Black Panther and all that, you know I see a lot of black movies. You know like black comedies like that that are like star studded like they used to be, you know, because I feel like that time of like early two thousand to like two thousand and like maybe eight, you just saw everybody you know jumping in on these hood classics, right? You know, you would see like Vivica A. Fox here, um, mm-hmm. you know, drop in or whoever it was. You know what I mean? So like what what are y'all thoughts on like um black Hollywood or you know our black stars because you know all our folks drink necessarily Hollywood like that. Our black stars come together making more movies like that. That are more modern, and also like, would you guys have any interest in being in something like that? You started off, do we let that? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I basically started off because when y'all asked me how I get it, how I got into this, I kind of just said that it was ADD, but that's not true. I used to take drama in middle and high school. You know what I'm saying? So kind of drives from that kind of stuff, being on stage, not being scared. So, of course, yeah, I would most definitely love to be in movies. It don't even, you know, necessarily have to be 100% black, black, you know, but that will be better for me because that's just where I'm comfortable at with my people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I had a childhood friend that was in Dolomite. And it's like he kept asking to come down there to California with him. He left for St. Louis and went to California. He kept asking, come to California with him. And I couldn't get down there because of my obligations and stuff. And next thing you know, he in the movie with Eddie Murphy doing Dolomite. And I was like, shit. <laughs> right. I was, it's dope seeing Coming to America too, because like, really, man, you with the last black comedy, all black comedy that was like really like what other than I mean, that really was successful. What Thing Like a Man, and that was like years ago. But it's, it reminds me now, it reminds me of like um back with Eddie Murphy, which Eddie Murphy is Eddie Murphy gets a lot of credit because he puts his people on. Like he'll he'll put niggas in movies. Like when he um um Harlem Knights getting the legends together, getting got them Richard Pryor, Red Fox, and Della Reese. It's like it's dope. And it's hopefully people um and that's why I've been saying, like Jay-Z said, uh, since most of my niggas won't ever work together, you want to check up, but they'll never give you leverage. It's like shit. I mean. We if we work together, we have the damn leverage, but yeah. Well, I mean, in my opinion, you could go that route or you could create your own. I'm always for you know looking for you know a new separate stream of income. So, you know, I'm working on some things, TV series and uh a cartoon myself and I'm going to keep pursuing it until I, you know, I got that finished product out there and I'm going to see what happens. You know, it's always about taking the idea, putting pen to pad and then having that shit, you know, jump out there. Because when I first put out my first episode, like you said, Cam, I, I, I didn't know what to expect. I went from no views to 10 to 20 to people hitting me up saying, hey, man, I like your content. You know what I'm saying? And now it's to the point where 
it's not just an idea no more. It's an actual living, breathing thing that I'm, you know, constantly doing. And I got Kim with me now and, you know, we, we switching things up and we trying to do something different. We also trying to show people that, hey, uh, anybody that I have on or the people that's on the show, they have an idea or, you know what I'm saying? They, they had an idea and then they did something with it. Now, this is what you can do, or at least take something from that and apply it to your life. Don't just sit there and think, damn, I wish I could do that. Do it. Do mm-hmm. it. You know what yep. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing stopping you except you at the end of the day. Yeah, and the shit work out, it work out. If it don't, then fuck it. Go on to the next thing. But you yeah. never, you know, just, but, never you never know. Like, you never know, like, shit. You never know. Like, if you just actually put in, actually, because we all have, like, it's it. Like we all have like ideas, but it takes um, it takes work to like even just formulating a plan to put into action. And then once you get it put into action, it's like, oh man, I remember balls to the wall. Now we actually doing something that is it's dope. And that goes for like anything. But putting action to it, the idea is probably the most important um damn thing. To go back to what you said earlier, Cam, I think it does take a team, too, to make sure everybody's held accountable. You know what I mean? Because I feel like there's a lot of creative cats out there, but, like, solo, you might not see, you might not have the inspiration to go out there and do this shit by yourself every day. But if you got another nigga with you that you paired up with, you're like, oh, man, we got to go out and do this shit. Now, I always use the example of the motherfucking Temptations, bro. Oh, yeah. Except for Otis. But um, when they all came together, <laughs> I was like, goddamn thing. But when they all came together, it was like, damn, we ain't never seen no shit like this because everybody was uniquely qualified, uniquely talented. And that conglomeration, that uh, group effort, bro, can't beat that shit, bro. Versus by yourself. You can do it by yourself, but man, the time and extra effort it's going to take, I don't know if that's worth it. That's a good ass analogy. That's funny as fuck. Temptations. <laughs> hey, don't I got that? Oh, you think I'll be asking y'all? Re- y'all be reporting and shit. <laughs> Otis did their taxes. I'm pretty sure. Otis was back there, you know, fucking getting that locomotion on and being like, uh, "What's the next song we gonna sing, y'all?" Um, <laughs> we, you know, he got the tour schedule and shit like that. You need a nigga like that, you know. And Otis the books. background, you know. Hey, when them niggas be making a Zoom recording and shit, and I be missing, I fall asleep, and I'm like, damn, them motherfuckers don't want to do it with me. I be like, y'all don't want to roast with old Eddie Kane, you know? <laughs> Eddie Kane, yeah. Is there a roaster in the house tonight? This is a dope movie, one of my favorite movies, Five Heart Group. Okay, so let me ask y'all this: What's a what's a movie y'all look forward to seeing coming out in the future? Mm. Mortal Kombat movie coming out. I want to see that shit. That's the first game I ever played in life. They're making a good one. Though? Are they gonna make a good one? Yeah, the trailer looked good hoping. so far. Yeah, when I saw it was a vast improvement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The this is gonna, gonna be the motherfucker. This gonna, this be, gonna be the bitches. <laughs> Like that, it'll be like, Oh, here's the nice clips. You get up in the movie, they like, What is this? Mm-hmm. Don't match up, so I'm hoping it shake out like it is. It's 2020, it's gonna look good. They also hate it. It's still going to be like, that be like five minutes long, and you basically just saw the movie, <laughs> right? I'm waiting for that Kong and Godzilla movie, actually. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be good. That's gonna be good. I mean, oh. everybody already taking bets on that. They're like, oh, Kong gonna kick his ass, Kong. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget about that. Godzilla got damn fire breath. What Kong gonna do with that? Kong I don't know, do man. It's a whole story behind it, though, but I'm, I want to check that out. My my thing is, um, how many times they gonna fight? <laughs> it's like Peter Griffin and the chicken on Family Guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like y'all, y'all, y'all did it the first three times. Like that was the shit. Now it's like, all right, can we switch it up? Can we get some tag team partners? You know, something. Oh, hey, I've been wanting. Hey, if y'all ever watched the uh, show Seth of the Sun, 
I be want to watch the motherfucking muscle movies of uh, Fred Self be watching. He'd be like, King Kong versus the Bride of Frankenstein. Or, <laughs> them shits be... <laughs> Whatever movie he watch, I want to watch them shits. Yeah. Hey, Lothario, when, when I tell you, you give me big Buka Pong energy right now. I remember I told Lothario he got a, a Tommy gun with the serial number one on it. We know who shot this pistol. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, a Tommy, a Tommy, a Tommy.